Hello and welcome to Assertive Radiance. I am your host, Nadia Fleury, and today's episode, Lifting the Veil of Shame. Ever since I started my entrepreneurial journey, I feel that each day I get a clearer picture of what my life purpose is. Imagine for a moment that you have a 10,000-piece puzzle where the picture is only revealed when the pieces are connected. And as you can imagine, it's pretty challenging to put a puzzle like that together. So in the past few years, it's as if I was working on the perimeter of the puzzle. My encounter with Hal and Wendy mixed with my time spent in the bushes a few months ago, because that happened at the end of July, brought another degree of awareness that revealed the center of that puzzle. This means that it reveals the center of my life purpose. And that information in itself is priceless. However, in order to get into it and share that with you, I have to let you know that it talks about the shame. And that is a very deep subject on its own. So I'm going to be very personal in what has happened to me. I'm doing this because... I believe that in me sharing my story may help you. It all started in May and June when I was having a conversation with Wendy and Hal. They both helped me figure out one of the missing link, which is why did I create Avesence, the, the skincare line? I mean, many people do struggle with oily skin. But how many people will go out of their way to create a product from scratch? And not only that, but I had to learn how to manufacture it because I wanted to be in control of the ingredients. To me, the efficacy and the safety of the product was more important than just putting something in a bottle and selling it to make money. It was important that it was effective because I needed it for me. So I was not going to dilute the product and I was certainly not going to create false marketing around something that I needed to use. And then while I got, you know, lost around my perimeter of my puzzle, I decided to create a podcast, which is almost like working on the left side of the puzzle and then suddenly going on the right side of the puzzle and I'm still missing the middle bit. And then Wendy put the finger on something. She said, Nadia, you want to end the problem of living at the mercy of oily skin. And then she added something even deeper. She said, for you, Nadia, it's not just about the cream. It's about freedom. And when she said that, I became very emotional. I could not express the feeling there was, the the feeling had no words but I knew it was a realization of the truth. It was as if a part of the veil of the puzzle had started to come off. But I still was not clear as to why did I take the time to create a podcast and have a sense, you know, what was connecting the two? And she explained, she says, Nadia, when you live at the mercy of something, It is as if you are trapped into. And in that place, 
you can never feel free. So in some ways you wanted freedom, but you couldn't get it because it was intertwined within you. It is in your state of mind. And when she said that, I realized then that there's something deeper because what connects the two, not so much at the conscious level, but on the unconscious. And then that brought another question, where am I stopping myself? What's going on there? So I realized that the podcast was a vehicle for me, allowing to discover who I am. And I happened to take you on my journey with me. But still, I didn't have the whole picture. There was something still missing. And then when they ask, where am I stopping myself? And when that question came, something else was revealed. I said, you know what? I noticed that when someone I love very much, who without meaning to, I hurt that person or upset that person in any way. When that person brings it to my attention, and not only that, I mean, I understand that we do mistakes, but this is different. This is when someone I love very much, where I make a mistake, and that person brings it to my attention, but keeps going on about it. It's like, it's not enough to just say, you know, I didn't appreciate you did this. And then let's say, okay, great. I understand. I apologize. There are times where that person keeps going on at me. And when that happened, I shut down. Now, this is all in my head. So while whoever I love very much is going on and on at me, I'm gone. I completely shut down. And now I'm in that place, that bubble where all I'm seeing is this pie coming at me with all these, here, take this. I'm going to teach you a lesson. See how wrong you are. When I shared that feeling, so Al came through and he said, it sounds like it's not okay for you to make a mistake, to say stop. It sounds like it's not okay for you to be angry. That was the core of a lot of information that I had to go and dive in and, and it got revealed while I was pruning the bushes and working with God. Since May, I've done a lot of digging in regards to my mom. In short, although she meant well, she had her own struggle and the responsibility to make sure that the five of us, the kids, would have enough food and clothes to go to school. I mean, she did her best with the little resource she had. But the stress made her angry and critical. However, then the other memory came up. And this time it was about my father. One time, my cat pooped inside the house. And my father grabbed the cat by the neck, smeared the cats in his poop, and tossed him outside. It's one thing to throw the cat outside. But the thing is, we were on a second story. So the falling down was 50 yards away and two-story high. Not only that, but my dad collected junk, so there was lots of metal in that area where he was throwing the cat. To me, that was, how can I explain that? As you know, you're seven years old, you see this happening. It's cruel. And I did mention it to my dad. I said, Dad, I don't like it that you mistreat 
the the cat and he said you know cats always fall back on their legs but come on you don't throw a cat two story high regardless of some of his action i still loved him as young girl do you know i is my dad and i loved him no matter what one of my routine with my dad was that uh, at nighttime when he would go to bed i would go and cuddle with him it was our bonding time so one evening I went and cuddled with my dad and he must have told me that I stink. He must have told me that I either that I need to go brush my teeth or or that I need to wash my hair, whatever it is. And for me, I must have picked up this from either I saw it on TV or I saw kids doing it. But for whatever reason, when my dad told me that I did not smell good, I got angry and I spat at him. And I think that he saw me coming and he caught the spit with his hand and then he started smearing it all over my face. The thing is that I let him do it. I felt helpless at that moment. I did not know how to react. And just like the cat, I was at the mercy of my father's will. And yes, my father at that moment wanted to teach me a lesson. But it cut deep. Another turning moment that that might be a year later, where my brother threw something at me and I threw it back. But when I threw it back, it misfired and landed on a drinking glass, which broke. My father, who was in the kitchen, picked up the pieces without a word. So, of course, at that age, you know, if something doesn't happen within the first five minutes, then you forget about it. Well, 30 minutes later, and at that point, I was on the floor playing with something, dolls on, on you know, on the, on the carpet in the, in the living room. And my father arrived next to me, and I did not expect it. And he started whipping me with the belt over and over. And obviously not expecting it, the pain shocked me. And all I could do was protect myself with my arm. And being on the floor, you know, I scoot myself into my bedroom and then managed to make it in the bedroom and close the door. Obviously, it stopped at that point. But the thing is, I mean, that was a shock. And I cried. The challenge here was that there was a mixture of the physical pain with the unfairness that my brother had thrown something at me, but he didn't get punished. The injury on my arm were nothing compared to the bruise on my heart. And that moment, I was furious, angry. I felt that it didn't matter. And that's when I lost the trust and respect for my father. I remember disowning him. And from that moment on, I promised myself that my dad was never going to be part of my life. These two incidents mixed with many others made me feel deeply ashamed of my family. I couldn't have said this in these words back then. But I link the lack of education and poverty with stress, misery, and unhappiness. I lived in a miserable and angry house where inflicting physical and emotional pain seemed more normal than sharing affections. I craved for peace and love. After the whipping, I became determined to leave that kind of environment as soon as possible. It explains why I crave freedom. 
When I turned 12, I started having a lot of pimples on my forehead, and by 16, I had a mild case of acne. Unknowingly, I transferred my childhood humiliation and shame onto my face. So when I actually saw myself in a mirror, I felt dirty and unlovable. When I was working in the backyard and meditating, I discovered many missing pieces. It appears I've internalized shame, which made me feel dirty. And when the acne showed up, it made me feel as if I was flawed. It explains why I lived at the mercy of my oily skin and sought freedom at all costs. The good news in all that is I can see now, you know, part of the puzzle is that the skincare idea gave me a purpose to invest in my self-worth. If I didn't have, have a sense to keep asking questions, I would not be anywhere near where I am today. I would not have experienced all the bliss and the joy that I have experienced. So the gift when I was working in the backyard was that it gave me a retrospect on my past and an opportunity to forgive, to forgive myself, to forgive my dad, and to start fresh with a new clean slate. That's when I felt in my heart that whatever happened in the past, it wasn't my fault. It just happened. I mean, we all make mistakes, including me, including my dad. And here's the power of forgiveness. Not necessarily forgiving others, but forgiving ourselves for something that happened that we felt that we were responsible for. In doing so, and in allowing this new clean slate in your heart, opens the door for a new level of love and vibration. In that state of mind, you become whole and complete. And that feeling on its own is priceless. It describes what freedom feels like. It's a beautiful place to be. And this is why I'm inviting you to lean into this kind of possibility. So hopefully my story is helping you in some ways. Either coping with a situation you are in at the moment or giving you hope that the best is yet to come. And on that note, I want to thank you for listening. If you feel that this episode can help a friend, please share it. Please stay safe and healthy and have a fabulous day. If you are struggling with oily skin that leads to unpleasant pimples and breakouts, or if you want a quick and easy solution to smudge-free makeup, I invite you to try Dermessence Perfection Cream. To order, type bit.ly forward slash perfection cream. It's spelled B-I-T dot L-Y forward slash P-E-R-F-E-C-T-I-O-N-C-R-E-A-M. And to get 10% off on your first order, use coupon code CREAM10. It's spelled C-R-E-A-M-1-0.